0: tape
1: there
2: we go oh nope. man nope
1: nope we can't get oh. at that magazine it's oh. behind a lot of it blue is. tape
2: it is it is that one what's the godfather cover one same magazine oh different, okay different <laughs> covers watch open up the front show them how there's different covers they did they did a hundred covers yeah oh
1: man of only the best i'd really love that batman returns one uh, find it on get it on ebay yeah, for man.
0: cameron I'm, I'm busy getting playboys on ebay <laughs> Yeah, what's up with that, dude? <laughs> oh, it's great. I love reading these <laughs> 70s Playboys that are like, the, the interviews are hysterical. Because it's like, these interviews with these actors or writers where it's like, there was no publicist. So it's like, clearly. You can do whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. It's yeah. So like James Caan does this. What made me want to do it is like, there was this viral thing going around in this James Con interview from like 75. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, it's like, is it true you, and the interviewer's like, is it true you just like vet a bunch of women and do this, that, and the other? And he goes, look, if some guy's got a smart mouth in a bar, I'm going to show him what's what. <laughs> And like today uh, a, a publicist would be like, oh, Yeah. We can't put that in there. I was like, I gotta buy some of these. That's so, like
1: good publicity for James Conn though. Like, oh for James <laughs> Con, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm
0: buying like these old seventies Playboys and stuff like that. And there's one that's
1: like ten questions with Harrison Ford. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I don't know what I'm oh, doing nobody here. Nobody can you.
2: get ten questions out of him these days. Leave me yeah. alone. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Um plus all of like the uh the women's bodies before plastic surgery must be wild. Oh. Well, it's also the thing, too, from a photography
0: standpoint, it's also like, how did they light these yeah. things back in the day? Because yeah. Playboy is like the classier of those magazines. Oh, yeah. Because there's like the far more, Only way more like yeah. porny. Whereas like mm-hmm. Playboy's like, they're on the beach, and the sun's right mm-hmm. behind them, and look how gorgeous it is, and mm-hmm. it's Kim Basinger.
3: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. You're like, wow.
2: <laughs> March Marge Simpson did Playboy. Oh, yeah. Because she wasn't nude, but it was like, she was like, you the know. The covered. In the buff, but covered, or whatever. So, yeah, and it's like she would only do that's a cartoon Playboy. I know <laughs> it's weird because I just saw the the episode where she gets breast implants. Oh, that's right. It was a weird episode. What a time! Hey man, yeah. they got to talk about everything. Listen, but you're, on you, on everything. That, you're on the air that long, you got to do something. Hey. But that guy, it was like we was on. A, we were going to take us to Capital City <laughs> to see the Nutcracker. Yeah, worth noting. <laughs> Hector had to stop the movie halfway through <laughs> to show us a clip
1: twice. <laughs> that had
0: the context was someone was southern in the movie
1: i thought you were like the second time you showed it i was like oh he does it twice in the episode no
2: that's funny that's just the but no you're just showing it twice (laughs) More, more context is so funny well let's just jump in gentlemen let's jump in this is the 500 greatest films podcast my name is hector navarro sitting across from me is the charlie to my raymond I'm Mr. I'm a real Killer. piece of shit.
0: <laughs> no, what was the other choice? The doctor? The girlfriend? No, I would have
2: liked to have been <laughs> the Raymond uh, to my
1: Charlie. No, I want to be the the Rain to my man. What's his name? Merv? Lenny? The, the guy? The guy who's making the phone calls in the beginning? No, the guy he his Vern. His main v- man, Vern. V e r n yeah. e. I think I would it was be Vern. I want to be the Vern to your Raymond.
2: Vern to my Raymond. There it is. Mr. Keller Knobloch. Thanks. My main man. Say hi, Keller.
1: Because I like to think that I respected you from the beginning. Yeah. I didn't have, to, you didn't have, to, you know. Well, we didn't that There wasn't a lot trip. of me fucking yelling at yeah. you a whole lot. Well, Get you, over here.
2: You moved in and you were like, you what? You can count cards? I'm taking you to Vegas. True. <laughs> I was like, no.
3: <laughs> I don't want to.
2: Our guest tonight is a returning fave. He's our good buddy. He is an incredible uh, photographer and writer and improviser and actor and uh, more than anything I think what I dig about this guy is his take on movies, bro. Oh, what con- he digs? more said, than anything. I didn't like that. More than anything. Um, he is bro. He <laughs> What I dig about this dude, bro uh, <laughs> is Hector coming in like i don't know man what from he American did.
1: Graffiti. What yeah. I dig
0: about this cat. <laughs> <laughs> this is
2: a hep cat, a cool cat, Mr. Cameron Rice. Hello. Cam. Hello. Thank you for Let's bring him up a little bit. Cameron, thank you for coming back. Thank you for having me. We have to set this up. So we're going to be real. You were not our first pick for this particular movie. Fair. Only because in the grand scheme of things, you were just on the show with Mulholland Drive a year and a half ago. Because
0: you guys have just started going back to the normal. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So it's like in that three episodes ago.
2: (laughs) (laughs) But you haven't been on the show for us in over a year, but you were also on the, uh, on like a Patreon bonus mm-hmm. episode that we did. Oh, uh, Brother Where Art Thou. Or oh Brother were Art Thou, which, you, or, or brother, it's just tough <laughs> for me to say. Or brother. <laughs> or brother where <or> Art Basically, <laughs> that's what it always comes down to for me. So, or brother where Art Thou. By the corn broars. <laughs> the
0: corn
1: broars. You got Joro, uh-huh.
2: you got Orthon. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: There's a mouthful of peanut butter. Starring
2: George Clorny, <laughs> <laughs> Tim Blork Norrelson. <laughs> <Torm. laughs> John Jorm. Jo- Jorn Totoro. I love this game. <laughs> and everyone's favorite, Jorn Gordman. Jorn Gordman. Nailed it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Cameron was on that episode, mm-hmm. but it wasn't officially on the list on the show. Jorn it was who? Storven Rort. S- Stephen Wright? Stephen Root. <laughs> Stephen oh. Root. Oh. <laughs> I was like, do you mean Jeffrey Wright? Wait, Jeffrey Wright wasn't in Oh, oh Brother. I wish. No. That would have been good. But Cam.
1: Also Stephen Wright, he's a comedian.
2: You came through in the clutch. We so appreciate you uh, coming and watching this movie, a movie that you've seen before. It's been a minute, though. Does anybody it's know what that means? What? In the clutch. It's a car term. I know like that, means, like, but what does
1: that mean?
0: It's, like it, if someone it, comes through in last the Last minute,
2: in the last minute. Yeah, I don't know.
0: Also, well, when you're driving clutch, you got to make sure you do it right or your car's going to stall go. out.
2: There you go.
1: And you came through. Yeah. And our clutch. car did not stall out. Yeah. And <laughs> that's why this episode is coming out late, actually. Yeah. but <laughs> Only a little bit. And it'll be on time. Mm-hmm. Only th- because we're like, people are going to be mad if we release... A Tom Cruise movie on the Fourth of July that isn't Born on the Fourth yeah. of July. <laughs> <laughs> Although exactly. it will be fairly critical about America in <laughs> in, the, in the war. That's Oliver Stone, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Molly Stone. Um, so uh, that guy's always putting a magnifying glass on the system.
2: Mm-hmm. Didn't he direct uh, JFK? Who directed the People versus Larry Flint?
0: Oh, uh, me, uh, Foreman, who did One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest.
2: Oh, okay, okay, got it. Got and it. Man on the Moon. And Man on the Moon. Oh, mm-hmm. cool! Yeah, I need to. I want to rewatch and that too. Amadeus, Amadeus. and Amadeus—that there it is. That's the best movie that that director did. I think is probably, probably. Amadeus. Probably mm-hmm. right. Uh, speaking of, we should also probably just shout out this: Richard Donner just passed away, ninety-one years old. Yeah. yeah. You were posting about it. I want to, because I'm obsessed with ranking stuff and coming up with lists on Letterbox. It's like the. It's like my favorite way to like. I, I regret telling Hector yeah. Letterboxd exists. Because I'm constantly like, where's your ranking, bro? What's your ranking, bro? Yeah.
1: So I make movies not fun for everybody. Or also me. Hector just like, "Yeah, what are you doing? I have to put all of the uh, Disney Plus movies in order <laughs> on Letterboxd. I'm very busy. <laughs>
2: like, I want to get lunch. Exactly. I want to see well, my friend. Not today. It's time for dinner, Hector. No time today. Can't, mm. do it. can't do I it. I have a ranking that is currently... I have two. There's one that is... Walt Disney Animation Studios' short films, which is like, there's like 10,000. And then I have another one that is just Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, comma Fuck? Question mark? (laughs) 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 An exposition. I wish. wish. Here's my ranking. Uh, It's Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy. So just like every short and movie that they're in. Number one's a Goofy movie for you, right? A hundred percent. That's basically what started my, I'm like, I want a list that is obscenely long. But basically, just at the top is like the movie, a Goofy movie.
0: Now, is it their movie or they
2: appear? It is their... So, for example, if you look up like... I'm really basing all of my lists off of like Wikipedia, mm-hmm. including... Is Who Framed Roger Rabbit? That's gonna what I was going to ask. Where's Roger Rabbit? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, what the fuck? Donald and,
0: and Mickey... Is Goofy in that? I don't know if
2: Goofy's in that. Uh, yeah, I think he is. When they all like... The cartoons all run up at the end of it. Oh, at the end. Yep. So, I'm going to say no. Be- mm. Only because Mickey Mouse, Donald Duck, and Goofy each have their own... Like you know, this like Mickey Mouse starred in a series of shorts. So did Donald. So did Goofy. And then they star in. I would count like Donald Duck in the Three Caballeros Mm -hmm. because it's like he's you know he's in there. And uh, where are the uh, Kingdom Hearts games? I was about to say I don't count video (laughs) games because that's way too much. But if I did, (laughs) Epic Mickey would be in there. They'd be in there, you know, with Oswald the Lucky Rabbit. So Mm -hmm. I probably won't do Roger Rabbit only because it's kind of like a cameo. Mm -hmm. In the same way, at Disneyland. Right. But then it's like, okay, then I wanna do what what would Roger Rabbit fit under? That would be in the Bobby Zemeckis ranking. Oh well, yeah. Bobby that, that would be there. Yeah, sure, you know? Sure. Um the Bob Hoskins. In the in the same way that like if I did Ghostbusters, I wouldn't include Christopher Casper. Boyd ranking. would be up there too. Oh, well, I haven't yet done actors, which would be insane. That's but it's a problem. You know how Dan Aykroyd in his Ghostbusters get up, he has a cameo in Casper. And a real bad mustache. <laughs> he has a mustache, Dan Aykroyd shows up when they're doing a montage about the haunted house and Casper oh, yeah, yeah, and he's like, who are you going to call someone else? And he runs off. Yeah, I remember. So it's like, and he has his outfit and the name and everything. So it's like, Oh, does that that, mean that Casper and Ghostbusters is a shared universe. Sure. <laughs> but is Casper <laughs> part of the Ghostbusters franchise?
1: No, I think it's a bit.
2: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say this, if it's part of the Ghostbusters franchise, is it the best movie in the Ghostbusters franchise? No, 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 no. no easily. No,
0: Number three. three.
2: <laughs> yeah, it might be. After Ghostbusters 1 and, and 2, and then that one, and then it beats Ghostbusters 2016? Yeah. Maybe. But I well, I don't know. Uh, I don't guys, know. I don't know. I don't know.
1: I might like 2016 better than 2. Me, Maybe me too. But I don't. I, I, only because I do after the first time. Yeah. Once I knew what I was getting into. Yeah. I was like, okay, now I know what this is.
2: And now you can just have fun watching Christian Wig and... yeah basically leslie jones and like kate mm-hmm. mckinnon and shit so mm-hmm. i don't know i i
0: we'd have to have a whole talk about that movie about, i got yeah i'm excited opinions, for Afterlife, i, life, I have opinions. to yeah.
2: say uh yeah but i i have zero that trailer i have don't n- nostalgic care. love for i know so um i hope it's good but i hope that there's yeah it looks like it's good as it looks a kid like it's good. i
1: always remember being like oh ghostbusters is on and being like some of this is cool.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Some of this isn't for me. I'm a child. Yeah. <laughs> I
0: love that first one. That first one's one of my favorites. I've seen that one yeah. in theaters. Any time there's like a revival screening
2: yeah. and they show Ghostbusters,
0: it's great. I think I've seen it like three it's or four great. times in theaters.
2: Uh, oh, I, I want to do Richard Donner, and I feel like at the top of my list is probably going to be Superman. Lethal Weapon's great. Lethal Weapon is great, but I, I honestly prefer, and I feel shitty saying this because I don't like him as a person at all but man mid-90s Mel Gibson mm-hmm. like I, I was gonna say I prefer Maverick to Lethal Weapon because mm. Lethal Weapon has the awesome like like 80s like saxophone but Maverick <laughs> Maverick is like one of the only good comedy westerns like and it's an action movie and there's a Don Danny Glover cameo in it want will talk about cameos which is you hear the Lethal Weapon riff I love Maverick I think it's great Jodie Foster's great I, I got to rewatch Maverick I, guess. I know There's also I know. a I conspiracy haven't seen theory Huck. He did conspiracy oh, theory with yeah. Mel My mom loved that movie That was uh, because she was 90s a huge thriller perfect he, uh, like, Yeah He was a huge she was a huge Mel Gibson fan no oh, yeah. longer My mom too But she was jealous of Patrick Stewart for biting Mel Gibson on the nose She was like oh, what I wouldn't give to have I bit. think Mel Gibson bit him That's what it was She's yeah. jealous that Patrick Stewart got bit on the nose by <laughs> Mel Gibson but now she's like, I like don't the, like, like him. the penguin. He's better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She'll be gushing uh, blood. What you doing, Keller? Are you looking up? I'm looking Richard at Richard Donner's. It's 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 pretty <sighs> awesome. Timeline. He did timeline. Yeah. Paul, Paul Walker. Walker. I, I've never seen it.
1: Uh, I saw it. Yeah. And I don't think it was good. Yeah, it's not great. I, no, no.
0: But Richard Donner. It's all about 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. Because
1: you get... yeah. And the thing is, it's like radio flyer. Oh, <laughs> wow. I love that movie. It's
0: so radio sad. But it's like to have done. Mm-hmm. like what many might consider the best film in each of the different genres mm-hmm. he did The Omen mm-hmm. which is still like yeah. classic horror movie yeah. he did yeah. um, Superman like which a lot of people yeah. still consider the template for if you're going to do a
2: superhero movie and you want people to take it seriously yeah. you look at Superman the motion picture did you see uh, Kevin Feige's statement Mm-mm. it was really nice Oh, it's, I don't doubt it. It's basically saying like we wouldn't be here, and and also he worked for the Donners. He was like an intern yeah. or or an ex, or an associate producer or whatever. So, well, yeah. And you
0: get like Lethal Weapon, yeah. uh,
2: Lady Hawk, which I love. The Goonies,
0: uh, Goonies, yeah. like child adventure film. Like Richard Donner is just like oh, amazing movie after amazing movie that yeah. like defined that genre. Like yeah, so cool. Lethal Weapon, Forty Eight Hours was already around as the buddy cop, mm-hmm. black guy white guy thing. Mm-hmm. But Lethal Weapon, like mm-hmm. oh. This is perfect. Mm-hmm. Just do this. Yeah. And everyone just did that from now on. For, yeah. And debatably did the most one of the most iconic uh, Twilight Zone episodes.
2: Yeah. The, the Terror at 30,000 Feet. With Shatner. Yeah. Yeah. Billy which Shatz. Um, which uh, the awful Max Landis decided to write a whole screenplay about. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when his father directed the Twilight Zone movie, actors were killed. Was, <laughs> but not in that segment. That segment's no. done by George I Miller. I, I think know. in that movie. But he. Oh, is it really? I think George Miller does the segment for the film. The, the thirty thousand mm-hmm. up there. Um, so anyway, uh, weird. It's just weird. It's weird. It's, it's weird choices. <laughs> weird, weird, weird. <laughs> um, but the movie we're talking about. So anyway, just kind of an RIP shout out to Richard Donner. Uh, I'm a big fan of his work, and it, and and hearing. Everybody talk about all his stuff. I'm like, I still yeah. haven't seen Lady Hawk. Like, I want to go and watch every one of his movies. And Keller and I just did Young Frankenstein. Don't point that pen at me like he that. Just, <laughs> sorry. I'm <laughs> like the a, fuck was that? I'm man? like a, at, like, a news radio or something. He um, <laughs> We just watched Young Frankenstein, and that made me want to watch all the Mel Brooks movies I haven't seen. Which connects us to the film today. Finally. Well, how so? Barry Levinson started off
0: working with Mel Brooks. Oh, I didn't know that. He co-wrote Silent Film wow. with Mel Brooks, and what? he's in
2: High Anxiety. Oh what? that's great And he that's was also crazy. In this movie Yeah Yep So let's And he was good in this movie Let's jump into it gentlemen What's let's it called Let's just jump in Let's have Our resident Announcer Sir Giles Read the Description The little blurb Out of the book Empire Magazine Tell us what movie We're talking about tonight Sir Giles Whenever you're ready do it He was ranking away. his Richard Donner faves Yeah like Number Giles. one The toy <laughs> <laughs> Richard Pryor. <Briar. laughs> That would be great. But anyway, Sir Giles, whenever you're ready, take it away. Dabney. I love Dabney.
1: (laughs) Scrooge number two. Dabney Goldman in that. (laughs) (laughs) Sir Giles, please focus. What number? Three hundred and eighty-seven. Okay. Raymond. Nineteen hundred and eighty-eight. Director Barry Levinson. The best film about a slickster and his autistic brother ever made. The unsung (laughs) hero here is Levinson, who tells the tale in crisp, confident beats. Tom Cruise also knocks it out of the park. Sorry, Dustin. (laughs) Doesn't get a reference. (laughs) Oh, I see.
2: The magazine doesn't say sorry, Dustin. It's just, okay. Um, Thank you, Sir Giles. Really appreciate it. Uh, Keller, kicking it over to you. Was that a, like a sarcastic blurb? I think it was kind of mean, but kind of. Yeah, I was trying to think of like what are the
0: other slickster yeah. there's. What's the one with Ray Liotta and?
1: Uh, <laughs> um, oh God, who played Amadeus? Are Amadeus? there? Oh, uh, Tom. What's his fucking name? Bombadale. Tom Holtz. Tom Holtz. Holtz yeah. Tom He's Holtz and a... Ray Liotta do a movie. Are where... there
2: other? Are there clones of Rain Man? There has to be oh my I, god uh, that's
0: the one that comes to mind yeah where it's like yeah ray, ray Liotta and tom holtz do a
2: movie wow there was fireman fire. <laughs> it was an action my, picture <laughs> Yeah, different different movie <laughs> anyway i think the final name for that movie was backdraft there's a different it's a different <laughs> thing they changed the title um towering inferno uh let's go to cameron first yeah you had seen this movie before. You said it's been since in high school. Yeah,
0: it's probably been. Yeah, so it's probably, honestly, maybe been like 15 years. Okay, 15 it's been years. A, a chunk of time mm-hmm. since I've seen this one. So I was actually really looking forward to watching this again, because I think speaking with someone like Richard Donner, Barry Levinson, it feels like in a s- different but similar kind of directing category where you're not, you know, a Spielberg or one of those, like, quote-unquote, like, names. Mm-hmm. Like... Um, but you've done enough like good work and even won a couple oscars and all this other mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. and i feel like it's maybe been a minute since barry Levinson made a movie not as long as donner mm-hmm. like donner i think was like 10 something years but mm-hmm. those like he did the paterno movie
1: and Joe the paterno. wizard of lies oh he's been doing stuff with for Pacino HBO. on hbo oh. lately yeah oh, that's yeah right. and he did uh, you don't know jack whoa yes about the, the jack of orkin rock whoa. the casbah
3: oh
0: who's in that one again bill murray That's right. I haven't seen it. I have not seen that one either. But, like, one of those directors where it's like, it's not a journeyman, like, you've done enough name movies, Mm -hmm. but also it's just like, oh, they come out and it's a solid picture, and, Mm -hmm. you know, in the 70s and 80s. So it was really interesting to go back and watch this one because I think all of us here, there was a degree of like, how's this going to hold up? 100%. And the natural. People say it's one of the best sports movies ever made. Yeah, yeah, so Barry Levinson prior to this does Diner. Yeah, which And that is... was like his American Graffiti, mm-hmm. more or less. It's like, here's a kind of autobiographical film about me and my friends mm-hmm. growing up in like the 50s as teens and this, that, and the other. And it gets like a lot of uh, praise. It's, I think, Mickey Rourke's first movie, Paul Heavy Reiser. Bakes. yeah. Um, wow, the Steve
1: Guttenberg. The Goot. Oh, the Goot. You got the Goots, you got the Stern.
0: And then uh, you get... Um, Good Morning Vietnam
1: mm-hmm.
0: With him yeah. and Robin Williams And mm-hmm. then it's like And then I think this is the next film Right after Good Young Morning Sherlock
1: Vietnam Young Sherlock Holmes <laughs> You skipped right over that They do Young Sherlock Holmes 1985 Now was that a TV thing Or a movie or a Did he movie? direct that Or produce it Or like He bride? directed Young Sherlock Holmes oh, hmm. The first uh,
2: movie with uh, Theatrical film Yeah That's the first yeah. movie with CGI Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now here's the thing about that The first movie with CGI I feel like lots of movies Get that title I know the first movie with a CGI, fully CGI sequence, is Star Trek II: The Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. nineteen eighty-two, where it has the Genesis Project. And then there's like the I first think Sherlock Holmes's character, the first with a CG character. You're mm-hmm. right, with some weird like paper man thing or like something it's like glass, some like thin it's a glass, glass man out of like a church. Yeah. Have you and seen then, like,
1: Ten Men? No, I want to see Ten Men. It's the movie. It's the movie Men with yeah. Richard Dreyfus, Richard Dreyfus, and Danny DeVito. <laughs> Is it Danny DeVoid or Danny DeVito? <laughs> yeah, Danny DeVito, <laughs> <laughs> Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> it's is the, this
0: it's movie? the movies after this because he does he does um, Avalon, I think, which is another mm. auto, kind of autobiographical film, and then yeah, Bugsy. Yeah,
1: '90, and then Bugsy, and then The toy Toys with Robin no, Williams. No, Toys. Oh. oh, yeah, Toys. Don't right. get it confused <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with
0: Richard Donner's The Toy. Oh. Yeah, Toys with Robin Williams, where yeah. it's like yeah. cause, what because he's like, oh, I just <laughs> won Best Picture, Best Director. Um, Bugsy I think does really well Time to
1: re-team up with my boy Robin And yeah. it's like
0: here's the script I've been wanting to do forever mm-hmm. And it's a very weird yeah. Anti-war Film That kind of doesn't work Yeah, But it's fascinating It's yeah. fascinating in a way where it's like Oh this is this like writer-director's dream project forever -hmm. And he finally gets the cachet to do it, and everyone's like, (laughs) "Isn't that that was weird?"
2: (laughs) Isn't it interesting that I think by that point, Robin Williams did become I think like like audiences. Coppola's
1: Dracula. It's like,
2: (laughs) yeah, that's interesting. But at least with that, uh, I feel like when people saw now, correct me if I'm wrong, trailers or whatever for for Francis Ford Coppola's Dracula, Mm -hmm. people knew what they were getting into. But with Robin Williams in this. Toys movie, or is it the toy? Did they try to make toys. it fun? It Seem like it was gonna be a fun movie when it came well, out. Uh, that's what I'm saying is, I know that I remember as a kid that like I was interested in that because I'm like Robin Williams, I love him. Mm-hmm. I'm a child, and either a parent or somebody was like, oh, it's not really. You're not gonna. It's not like, a that's fun. Not, yeah, because yeah, so, I think people are thinking like, is this gonna be like Willy
0: Wonka ish, yes, yes. but with
2: Robin Williams? He's and got a fun hat. I, I want to go back and rewatch it. Oh, I'm we fascinated like to rewatch hat, it. Hat. It's LL yeah. Cool J's first movie. What? That's awesome. Launched yeah. his career. Joan Cusack's in it. That's crazy. Well, I want to get back to talking about Rain Man because yeah. the main thing that you brought up, and uh, and then w- and then I want to get your overall thoughts on the movie tonight. And, you know, thank you for that context, Cameron. But like, we were all kind of worried, and even before tonight, Keller and I were talking about, oh, we got to watch Rain Man in the next week or whatever. And Keller was like, I don't know if it's going to hold up. Like, this is going to be really interesting to see. So Keller found this great article from the Guardian, mm, probably that I don't was remember. that you just sent it to us. It's on. Yeah, I don't remember my sources I'm all sorry. the time. It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> You're a Great but reporter.
2: <laughs> we'll we'll post. We can post the. Uh, hey,
1: I did not go to journalism school. I will put the article. And I'm sure they, they write somebody. them down.
2: Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's the Guardian. Rain Man they at write it thirty. Down. They take notes. I didn't take notes. Rain Man at thirty, damaging stereotype or quote the best thing that happened to autism. Yes, and that's a it's a great article because it co- I think it covers mm-hmm. every sort of angle. Um, I was like worried. Good journalism, which I know is the Guardian. I'm a great reporter. Yeah, did a great job, man. <laughs> really, April O'Neil. <and> um, <laughs> I was worried about the depiction. Why are these plants so big, April and Plants, <laughs> turtles too. <laughs> is the that flower? flowers,
1: you
0: said a big flower <laughs> too?
2: Wow, great no, That's just what reporters do <laughs> Cut. I gotta know why <laughs> um, What was my, what was I saying? Uh, the uh, the depiction of somebody with uh, uh, some kind of a handicap Or, yeah. or you I, know, whatever the thing is But I want to ask Well, I just want to say I think we were And if anybody feels there, I don't want to speak for either of you two guys But mm-hmm. I think we were, like, pleasantly okay yeah with them we felt better about it than we thought than we, we, were, thought going we to. were going to going into it it's from 1988 this yes. movie
1: i think there's a lot of context
2: because
0: right
3: yeah. now
2: and it's very good we're having a lot of conversation about
0: who should play what part yep in hollywood and yep. what's okay and what's not okay and that doesn't mean you know that there can't be criticism to films like this even if their heart's in the right place mm-hmm. Because there were actors we're, can, who were autistic and, we can, and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. I think there's a way of discussing films that are now what thirty three years old, mm-hmm. and I think that's a funny thing. I think like the eighties, because we are as a culture so into the eighties, we kind of forget that that was thirty something years ago mm-hmm. in a weird mental way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when I see people More talk about certain now. movies, they'll be like, "Oh, this movie, da da da," and I'm like. Yeah, that movie was thirty-five years old. Yeah. Like this is thirty. If you go back old. thirty-five years from the '80s when that movie yeah. came out, nobody in the Ooh. '80s was looking at films in the '50s and going Ooh. like, "Why doesn't this hold up to yeah. our standards?" Exactly, because <laughs> people would be like, "It's from the '50s." Yeah, why they don't people were.
1: shake women and kiss them real hard anymore?
0: <laughs> 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 I think that means you're looking at the '50s people in the '50s looking at '80s oh, movies. Geez. Yeah, different. That's that's flip it. It's a, it's a back. It's a reverse back to the future. Yeah. You just did. That's, I'm just that's talking
2: about like, Doc uh, Brown.
1: You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, in the '40s movies. Mm-hmm. I want
0: to
2: show people from the 80s Avengers and they're just like, oh, that'd be awesome. What's happening? (laughs) That would be awesome. You know what? You know, that is what happened. Somebody showed that to little Kevin Feige and he was (laughs) like,
3: oh, wow, I'm going to grow up and do
2: it. (laughs) I will say there's a story. I'm sure Kevin might have not
0: met the man. I'm sure he's a fantastic person. Mm -hmm. Maybe. It's Hollywood. Who knows? But (laughs) I remember reading this article. That was like, I think it was around the time Avengers was coming out, where I was like, Who is Kevin Feige? kind Mm -hmm. of a thing. And it was one of these things where he's like, He didn't go to his prom because he went to go see Back to the Future 3 in theaters. (laughs) And it was told as like this really like, Wow, he's one of us kind of stories. And I read that and I'm like, He loves film. I'm like, Oh, that's kind of lame. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Go after prom. (laughs) That'd be more fun. The movie's going to be out for a while.
1: It's a huge movie. (laughs) You guys get one movie
2: for a year, right? And And, and that's why there's there's a similar story with. There's a similar story with Seth MacFarlane from Family Guy where I think it was like Seth MacFarlane's sister or something to to almost like justify why this guy who created Family Guy was getting the opportunity to like direct movies like Ted or... You know, whenever he started Manion like to, 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 die in yeah. the yeah, to direct these movies, I think his sister or someone said, you got to understand, Seth has always loved movies. When we were in high school, we would watch movies. <laughs> she, she goes every Friday. We she goes, saw Star Wars one time. She said instead of listening to music like everybody else was, he was listening to the Back to the Future soundtrack in his car. Like he went and bought that and listened to it. Hector That's another. It's, but yeah, basically. Hector Navarro. So. It's yeah, it's me. Yes. No Man, uh-huh. that's why you should be allowed to make movies. Yeah. <laughs> no, but maybe, but no. <laughs> but
0: um going back, but I think that's the thing is like, so there's there's definitely things to, you know, be said about the movie, but I think there is a degree of like Yeah, it 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 being a thirty-three year old movie, there weren't as there weren't moments I didn't feel any moments of like Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. I think there's movies from the nineties I feel a lot more.
1: Oh man, like, fucking oh, we were talking oh, about uh how many been. hangover references in this. Oh. Or yeah, how many times they referenced the hangover in Rain Man no. is what I meant to say, <laughs> and I'm glad I said it that way. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That movie does not hold up at all. It, well, did,
2: it, it came yeah. out in 2009, and it, did, it didn't hold up in almost.
1: 2011, dude. Like, it's,
0: it's wild. And I mean, comedy is a thing that, like, doesn't age yeah. particularly well, because yeah. it's usually, like, on the cutting edge or whatever is going on at the time, or mm-hmm. to make fun of what is like, you can't make fun of that, and mm-hmm. I'm going to do it, I'm a comedy. But I think, like, something like this, and I was talking about this when we were finished watching the movie, I think there's something about 80s films, even 80s dramas, where they were still like, well, this has to be entertaining, Mm -hmm. And even at like two hours
2: and 10 minutes, this movie moves. Is it two hours and 10 minutes? I thought it was like an hour 40 or something. Two hour 10. See, that's how much it moves. Wow. Yeah. truly. I think like
0: it just, it
2: moves. I think
0: like it's a super entertaining film. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of that is like how simple it is. Mm -hmm. I think like people forget that movies can be simple. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) that's okay.
2: Laid out the plot. You're like, guy is an asshole. Road trip movie. Road trip movie with his brother who is autistic And he's going to become less of an asshole by the end of the movie. That's it. That's it. And it doesn't take that much, but it. it, I liked the character of Charlie by the end of this movie. And it feels like a movie. I'm sure some people watching it now would feel this way, but
0: it feels like a movie that if you tell someone that plot, it could feel very cloying Mm -hmm. and very Mm -hmm. like syrupy. Mm
3: -hmm. And it's like, and it is Mm -hmm.
0: like, but it toes the line. It doesn't feel
1: like there was for me at least. Like there was never a part where it's like. I rolled my eyes, and I was like, okay.
0: We mm-hmm.
1: watched The English Patient recently, and we're talking about how much that's fucking Oscar Pate. Oscar Pate. Oscar Bay,
3: <laughs> Oscar paste. You mash yeah, it yeah. into a bowl. <laughs> Gold, <Delicious>. baby.
1: <laughs> it is. Uh, and this, I think it was nominated for a bunch of shit. It won. Yeah. It won yeah. Best Picture. It won Best Picture, yeah. Best Director. So like, yeah. I, it doesn't feel like it's necessarily going for
2: it. And what was it? The me, Oscar. I'm gonna live what it's up
0: against because I'm mm-hmm. very curious about that year. Nineteen eighty eight,
2: uh Die Hard for Best Picture. <laughs> 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 I w- do you think it was nominated? <laughs> die Hard? No. <laughs> um but uh I also want to again credit Keller for sending us the article, mm-hmm. which is yeah. um not for writing it, Keller. I'm sorry, but you sent it to us. Yeah, and you did the work. The Guardian was my source. Yes, <laughs> and it was great because even though we're talking positively about the movie, that article talks about how like it 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 created a new sort of stereotype for people on the autism spectrum that now there's expectations that people had when meeting or or you know engaging with people that have. Mm-hmm. Uh, autism. But mm-hmm. on the other hand, it did sort of create an awareness where before this movie, people didn't know how to respond to or how to interact with or how to treat or how to help or whatever with people that had autism. So it's like, yeah, I, I like how the article covered it because it said there are so many variations, there's so many different ways that people have autism uh, and that they live yeah. with autism that it's like, it's never going to be this all encompassing thing. So this movie is sort of a, a, um, a huge net that create, like grabs a couple of different specifics and puts it all in one character, mm-hmm. including the savant nature, which the article says is like so, 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 so rare. Mm-hmm. But it worked for this movie and it was based on like one story or one type of person's like what their abilities were and everything like that. So anyway, I think and it, the fact it, that
1: the screenwriter actually kidnapped a person from an institution.
2: Yeah, to so that they didn't have to be at an institution is Mm -hmm. what it said. Like that's where that's what this screenwriter did. Yeah, and I think that's something to put into context as well for people maybe
0: listening to this is like this was an era too of like because this comes out awakenings the Mm -hmm. uh, De Niro, Mm -hmm. uh, Rambo's movie, and the basic message of a lot of those movies were like human beings. These are human beings. Mm -hmm." Don't just like put them in places and then like ignore Mm -hmm.
1: them. And this is what horror movies before this. Yeah, freak show
2: and things like that. Yeah,
3: yeah. These kind of I like, don't
1: know, like what representation there was for, like not, not great. Any oh, sort Phillips of tactful Joker, uh, Joker is what it was representation yet. of mental illness. <laughs> it hasn't been until Joker that we've seen anything.
0: And I, I think that's the thing of like it, it, it's. I was actually I'm watching this documentary series. Have you heard of 1971? It's on Apple Plus.
2: No, I've seen 1917.
0: That's not the same. Okay, uh, okay. <laughs> same numbers. 1971. I think actually, I think you would actually really dig it. It's on okay. Apple TV Plus. It's about. Pointed it at me. That, Hector wouldn't dig it. Is it animated? No, I would not dig it. Yeah, I wouldn't I like care. it. Wait, it that have the music
1: from Back to the Future 2 in it? I don't <laughs> care. Is it Ted Lasso on I Ted don't, Lasso? Don't
0: I don't,
2: don't care about the,
1: it. Jaws,
0: the Jaws 24th of the year. <laughs> I don't care. On repeat. But it is actually, it's about the music of 1971. Oh, nice. And like, it's eight cool. parts and it talks about like that year as a whole and why it's like Elton John and all these black artists and all these different mm. things. And so there's the artist, I can't remember his name at the top of my head, but the artist who does the song about, like, the the revolution will not be televised. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. And they show this segment where he's talking, and he goes, he goes, you know, he's like, Americans are so used to everything being instant, instant. And he goes, like, we're trying to create progress, and people who are good-hearted look around and go, oh, well, it's not here yet. Okay. And he goes, a march, it's a march, we're marching forward. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I think about that in terms of like a movie like this where it's like yeah if this movie came out today it'd be like ooh oh, sure. mm, oh you know sure. but in 19 19- Sia
1: just made music yeah. or whatever
0: yeah. can i can i say i'm i'm interested that doesn't mean <laughs> oh, i think it'll be good would, here's the thing but i would get a group of friends together there are down. a
1: million things i would watch <laughs> with full expectations knowing they're going to be bad just going oh no
3: yeah <laughs> it's yeah Oh, watch how
1: did this amount of people sign off on Mm -hmm. that amount Mm -hmm. of money for Mm -hmm. it to be seriously put into the world Mm -hmm.
0: yeah how and and so so you put that movie out today yeah you do that yeah you do you get like something like that and and uh, but it's like in 1988 it is like these kinds and i when i said to you guys it's kind of like the will and grace thing Mm -hmm. or even philadelphia Mm -hmm. people like now uh in the lgbtq community could might look younger people might look and go like well there's just cliches these are gay cliches and they're damaging and it's like yeah yeah in 1996 though or 1994 in terms of philadelphia it's like this was not happening on a main people were not mainstream Mm -hmm. talking about this gus Van zant was doing stuff Mm -hmm. in indie film and stuff like that but as far as like mainstream stuff with big actors or in Mm -hmm. terms of like best
1: picture highest grossing movie of the year type yeah rain
0: man it's like oh it makes people because not everybody is a liberal from a coastal city. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I mean, that just like, sits
1: there and goes like, well, of course. Of course. Like, another yeah. version of like this maybe now is Green Book. and mm-hmm. that it's like
2: It means well.
1: It means well, but it's like we're past that at this point. Yeah. It feels like we're past that. It feels because Green like Book, it's
0: made in yeah. eighty eight. Because yeah. Green Book comes yes. out the same year as like Black Klansman and yeah. Black Panther. So mm-hmm. you're sitting there yeah. going like uh, yeah. Whereas like, yeah, if Rain Man came out, like I said, today, and it was like, there was also two other films that really dealt with this stuff, mm-hmm. starring like someone who was mm-hmm. actually autistic. Yes. You might be like, don't make this movie. Why, <laughs> don't do why this right now. Braised.
2: Yeah, I think um, as you guys are having this combo right now, I'm thinking about the movie Peanut Butter Falcon mm. as being a real kind of a groundbreaking, like the second lead actor in the movie yeah. is a disabled actor. Like that kind, of, that kind of thing that you wouldn't see, that you would really see again back in the days of Rain Man. Where Dustin Hoffman is a fifty-year-old amazing actor, and he is depicting this character, and he's doing. And here's the other thing we got to mention too. This is the other elephant in the room: is the Tropic Thunder scene, is that Tropic Thunder scene that like Robert Downey Jr. in blackface, but playing a character who isn't blackface because he's too method. Like there's all like it's saying something, but it needs to you know
1: take off three <laughs> levels of irony at least when he does this stuff because i feel like some of them are canceling others yeah. out and
2: <laughs> so it's like okay so and he's saying you know in character robert downey is talking to um other actor he's talking to ben stiller's character ben Stiller. who just did a movie called simple jack which is another great spoof of how hollywood will make this kind of movie especially hollywood will make Sam. it and I also
1: like but forrest gump like mm-hmm. I said, this doesn't necessarily feel like it's going for the Oscar. Correct. I Am Sam is like, yeah. Sean Penn's like,
2: ooh, you got to give me that yeah. best actor nomination. And mm-hmm. and he says, and I'm not going to say it, and I don't mean like saying a, a supplement for it, but he basically says, don't go simple, Jack. That's yeah. the, the acting advice. And it's and it kind of became like quoted. You know what I mean? I, I I feel like that scene, it became quoted, and it's tricky because it's like, when that people, word was in the vernacular at the time. And when people quote it, it's like, oh, it's sort of like the Chappelle dilemma when he quit doing the show for Comedy Central because he's like, I'm worried that the wrong people are laughing at this. Yes. And Tropic Thunder putting that out and putting that, which I think is a really smart scene that that is saying something about Hollywood yes. and then cynically saying something about how. Actors that are getting praise for it, mm-hmm. they are sort of on the spectrum, but kind of not. But kind, you know, sort of high functioning characters or whatever, like Rain Man. I think he mentions Dustin Hoffman. He does, but he mentions it that he, that's the way to do that's it. That's the way to do it, not the not this quote unquote simple Jack or I am Sam, where mm-hmm. you go full simple Jack or whatever. And so, yeah, I have never I had never seen Rain Man before tonight and watched it and was worried about all this. And I'll also say this: the article you sent Keller said that Rain Man is like the Apu from The Simpsons of Depicting autism, there was where
1: nothing else depicting so, yeah. autism at the time. So mm-hmm. and, 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 and and in a mainstream way.
2: To what Cameron said, I think it holds up also like other good comedies. Not that this is a comedy; it's an energy. But there are movie. some very. It's funny Barry parts. Levinson, yes, who yes. is a
1: comedy guy. Like
2: uh, like Keller and I rewatched, um, or he'd never seen it before. But Austin Powers won like a mm, few weeks ago, yeah, a couple maybe a month or two ago. When? And I think it mostly holds up because Austin Powers has a good heart. In the right place, and it's making fun yes. of yes. how
1: fucked up James
2: Bond the 60s, was. The sixties. Well, and know, the fact yeah. too, it's
0: like I forgot about this scene, but it was tweeted out maybe about a year and a half ago. Was mm-hmm. I, it was really right? Actually, so maybe longer than this one. Like, me too. No, started really kicking drunk. up. Yes. Yeah, that.
2: Yes, it's, yeah no, like, it yeah, yeah, wouldn't yeah. be right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's <laughs> <That's> great. <laughs>
0: he's being and, the yeah. biggest
1: perv in even though he's like, like a huge perv,
0: yeah. his whole perv thing is like consent. He's yeah, exactly. Like, Do you want to? Or exactly. Just, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. he, <laughs>
1: yeah. he wants to make you horny so bad. There yeah. might be a little bit of... The, he
0: wants to make you horny. He <laughs> crosses negging. the line. I would say nagging, but there's the a little line, bit yeah. of like,
2: come on. <laughs> <laughs> but but if a woman... Coercion. Tried, there's a bit of... Butt. Yeah. <laughs> But if a woman's drunk, he's like, no, that's 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 no fun for me. Like that's not, you yeah, know, yeah, that's yeah. not the, that's not what this whole thing is. Is his bag is getting women horny, baby? Wants to make them want to baby, it. yeah, that kind of thing. So it's true. It's like it's dumb shit like that. that. Is my bag, baby? That, <laughs> that does have its heart it's in the right place, bag. and I think Rain Man has its heart in the right place. But back to the that comment about it being the apu. Here's the unfortunate thing about Rain Man: it's really quotable, and yeah. Hoffman plays such a character with a specific voice. And the writing was really good, and it's so quotable. And I grew up watching Animaniacs. That was the Abby moments tonight while we were watching. Abby realized, she goes, oh my God, like Rita and and Runt. Runt? Yeah. From Animaniacs, Runt is doing an impression of Rain Man, you know, where he says, you're definitely a good cat, Rita, definitely, definitely a good cat. And it's like, as a kid, I think I knew that was a Rain Man thing, but I had never seen the movie Rain Man. But now you're like, oh... Is that okay? That's we- that's probably not okay. No, it's okay. It's, not okay. it's because, a weird thing because it is like you are quoting such a quotable film, right? But is it this sort of like a poo? Thank you, come again. When people do that yeah. voice, when people you know when they put that on, so it's like I can totally understand the a poo of the yeah you know and, and and if people that are maybe not equipped to to um like help people that have autism. Would they say, "Oh, uh, Rain Man, you're this. You're, come on, stop. You know, whatever." It's like, are, we, are you adding some kind of fuel to that yeah. sort of, to that sort of thing? So, Cameron, with all of that context out of the way, what are your overall thoughts on the movie? I really
0: like it. I, I yeah. it's very entertaining, and I think what also in, in context to a lot of the other movies that do have characters with learning disabilities and stuff like that mm-hmm. is those characters. It's almost like uh, <laughs> the simple Jack Ver. It, a movie term. It's a simple Jack version of the magical black person, mm-hmm.
3: where this uh, character where enters Morris the movie.
1: Compton. Oh, he just meanders his way through. Yep. Uh, yep. And, the most but, <laughs> and everyone acts important like this, is like, this is like a magical, history.
0: sweet, profound, blah, blah. and nobody. Debatably, I guess like uh, the uh, girlfriend character, Susanna. Susanna, yeah. maybe she takes a little bit of like. But she's not like treating him like he's magical. And even when we find out like he can count the toothpicks and everything, mm-hmm. it's not treated like mm-hmm. oh my god, this person is that. You know, yeah, yeah. you know, all this other yeah. stuff. You're right. and I think that's what makes it work is that everyone else in the movie, like Tom Cruise in this movie, is like mostly a dickhead who cusses at him. He's like, come on, kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. But also, everyone else in the movie just kind of. I, to me, the scene that stands out is actually the doctor, um, the doctor scene where the nurse is like, "What's wrong with him?" And he yeah. goes, "He's autistic." And she goes.
2: I don't know what that well, is. I don't know what that exactly. is. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're in a small town somewhere. Yeah. You know, outside of Ohio and on the way to, you know, yeah. they're like in Missouri or something. They're mm-hmm. like on the way to Las Vegas and L.A. Yeah, that was a great scene because I'm like, Which that's a, probably the entire audience. Yeah. In 1988. Yeah. Medical professional, you know, and she was like ill-equipped to, uh, to, to like help, the, uh, to help um, Raymond. Yeah, I mean, um, I
0: think about just like in the mental health in the context of just the last five years. In reality, mm-hmm, like how much mm-hmm. more we know about, or like, just yeah. bipolar disorder and depression. Mm-hmm. And Autism all this other awareness
1: stuff. is now like a thing that everybody, mm-hmm. I think, not everybody, but like most people are mm-hmm. aware mm-hmm. of at this point. And yeah. so,
0: yeah, I think the movie's really entertaining. I love, like, we were talking about it watching the movie, the Hans Zimmer score. It's wild. I love. <laughs> it is like <laughs> so eighties like with really King. hints so of Lion King. So Lion King, hints of Lion King throughout the whole thing. <laughs> Not a bad thing, yeah, it's really like propulsive, um and just and I think like this does what a lot of great road trips and movies do is like each little section is weirdly memorable mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, here's the scene, the hotel where it's raining, mm-hmm. and they can't get out of there. this hotel, the scene where it's like, I love the scene where he figures out uh that rain man and, and, which awesome. I, there's obvious jokes that could be made where it's like, how did you not figure that out sooner? But I'm kind of like, no, I kind of I like how that's I buy it. done,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. I buy it, too. Especially since he hasn't talked to... His when did, How family, old was he when his he left? Father. Like two, maybe? Yeah, mm. so it makes sense, especially when it's about trauma at the same time. Yeah. And it's about the fact that his dad was a piece of shit, too. Yeah. And sometimes a piece of shit, but a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah it's true. Uh, but
2: I, I really like that, too. I really liked how the Tom Cruise character, with the little information he was getting and the little things he was hearing from Raymond... Figures out, wait, my imaginary friend, Rain Man, was that me trying to say Raymond? Yeah. And he's like, oh, you came and visited me. And then he's putting it together like, oh, my dad did introduce you to me. And, mm-hmm. and or, or and it like would sing to him and they sing together. Or, the, or not introduce you to me because I, for some, for some reason, I was thinking it was like a, a, a stepmother situation or like no, a stepbrother situation, brother. but they both had the same mom and dad. And, and Huff, Hoffman's character, Raymond, remembers when their mom died. You know, like and the date, like the date. And, and Tom Cruise's character doesn't because it's like you said, it's mm-hmm. trauma and he was two years old or whatever. So like, yeah. And then that and then that scene led to the revelation of like, you know, baby hot water. Like I accidentally burned a baby. Mm-hmm. I burned Charlie. And that's what was one of the reasons why I had to go away. Yeah, and I went to this, and it was so so sad and heartbreaking, man. It's sad and heartbreaking, and that could easily
0: be the scene where then it's like, oh, he's magical, and uh, yeah. but it's not. Like Tom Cruise still gets very frustrated with him. Yeah, and then we have the famous Las Vegas sequence mm-hmm. where they're counting cards, and I do love that. It's like. I do love that Raymond does not get the Wheel of Fortune part right. <laughs> yeah. That's
2: yeah. right. He goes 20. He's like, he's sure of it. And then it doesn't. It's like, Definitely. A Uh-oh. lousy 20 or whatever. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, which is, yeah. Oh, no. Um, uh, yeah, He was he was a really likable character who... I was never frustrated with because I'm like, all he's doing is repeating pop culture, man. Just feeding <laughs> more pop culture. That's cool He'd be as doing shit. great on Twitter right now. Oh, my God. He'd be crushing it on Twitter. I'd show him all my comic books. He'd read everything, know every fact. I'd be like, read this Marvel encyclopedia. He'd know every fact about it. That's the coolest thing ever because <laughs> he knew all the baseball stats. He just stuff. wanted to watch Jeopardy and um, Wapner. I also, overall thoughts, anything else you wanted to say, uh, a bigger picture, Cameron, About about how you feel about the movie?
0: I think that's what I I think of the fact that it's coming from a director who at that point had predominantly done comedy Mm -hmm. Um, that entertainment felt like it was the number one thing Mm -hmm. so that when those emotional sequences hit that scene
2: and then the uh, second to last scene Penny Marshall do awakenings. Yes. So it's kind of the yeah. same thing. Uh, yeah. To where, comedy doing... Yeah, comedy directors doing that. I love it.
1: And
0: you were saying, who were some of the directors that were looking at this prior?
2: Spielberg. Yeah. Uh, and
0: Martin Best was another yeah, one?
1: Yeah. And one Which could have
0: been... Interesting. Martin Best, for those who don't know the name, Geely, all that, but even he did Beverly Hills Cop, mm. Midnight Run, mm. so it's like... Martin Best is like... Comedy with a little bit of an edge. Yeah. yeah. Buddy comedy, too. Though. Yeah, buddy comedy.
1: Could've and worked. this, I think... A director could have taken it more buddy comedy, mm-hmm. and that would have been and
2: bad. Yes, and more at the expense of Raymond's yes. character. That's absolutely true. That's absolutely not not to say that the uh, that the uh, uh, Beverly Hills Cop director would have done that, but it's like it anyway. It, Barry Levinson, it just feels like he does respect. The Hoffman character, yeah. The humor, the,
0: the humor in the movie, it never feels like it's at Hoffman's expense. Correct, correct. It's correct.
2: mostly like Tom Cruise's frustration. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes, there's mm-hmm. never like people like there's never any humor that's played with like people misunderstanding Raymond and that we the audience are meant to laugh at Raymond because he's mm-hmm. childlike and doesn't get it. Mm-hmm. Like
2: that doesn't happen. Dude, I don't care if you're an adult or a kid or whatever. Farts are funny. That Farts scene are funny. was funny. The yeah. fart scene's very funny. Come on. Or like, uh, <laughs>
0: Raymond, am I using you?
2: Yeah. yeah. He's not. <laughs> shut up! Shut up! <laughs> He's answering something from an hour and a half ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> shut
0: <Yeah>. up! Or <laughs> I do like when Raymond sits in the room while they're having sex, just going,
2: yeah. oh. Just do it. Yeah. <laughs> because on the one hand, it's just mortifying. watching TV. It's so it's so awkward and mortifying, but on the other hand I'm like, this isn't the worst thing in the world. Like he's just in the room and they're having sex. Yeah, and he doesn't yeah. It's it's okay. It's just please leave the room. They'd be like, Why Raymond. didn't you two close the door? Yeah. And that's what I, I wasn't close the fucking door. I was so mad at that. At the very so least. Yeah. Um Keller, what were your overall thoughts on the movie?
1: Uh it holds up much better than we yeah. all thought it would, yes. I think.
2: Yes.
0: We'll say the art word has dropped a couple of times, but it's it's usually Tom Cruise in anger.
1: It's about
2: and yeah. also How his. It's about yes. his ignorance. And yes. when he asks, is,
0: he's like, "Is he this?" The doctor's like, "No." Yeah, which was surprising. Yes, like I thought yeah. for sure. Like movie shorthand, the doctor would have just been
2: like, yep. yeah," or uh, kind of like, or just try to appease the the Tom Cruise character. And no other characters yeah. in the movie call him that. Mm-hmm. Which That's I,
0: I could have easily seen, especially in the '80s,
2: played for humor. Yeah, is like some ignorant person just dropping it. Yeah, and he got like, dipshit from that trucker in the middle of the road. But yeah, then and even was, that
1: trucker seemed like once he, he kind of getting saw, once he saw what was happening, yeah. he seemed like uh, Tom Cruise ran up and you mm-hmm. know
2: yeah I mean and then there's that 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 great scene with uh, Mary Chifo's mom Beth Grant Beth Grant oh, yeah. who with the, the, I <laughs> the did, haircuts I did the <laughs> haircuts of those kids I didn't think that scene was going to go that way because she ultimately like. Let's he, them in yeah he just explains it's the like, situation like do they like cart- Does we like watching cartoons yes. and is that, will that it's, work it's a uh, people's <laughs> court people's court and
1: all those kids are watching people's court their yeah. eyes are fucking glued to it they're thinking can we sue our
2: mom for these haircuts we're gonna take her to people's court yeah, yeah. For, those, to. for those who haven't seen the movie <laughs> it is a what it can be only described as like a bowl cut mullet yeah oh, uh, that's perfect yeah, yeah, yeah. that's apt that's a perfect way to describe it. But Beth Grant, this uh, amazing character actress who's been in a thousand movies. Speed. And she's so good at this sort of like normal kind of Midwestern-y like farm or just like country mom kind of a thing. You know, so she's just like already exhausted. She answers the door, you know, and, uh, and Tom Cruise is kind of bullshitting. So, um, yeah. So, Keller, keep hitting us with your overalls. Well, they got five pockets. <laughs> See, they took us into <laughs> Capital City <laughs> to watch the Nutcracker.
1: Quoting the Simpsons that nobody knows what you're talking about. Rawr,
2: rawr. No one understands <laughs> you, season she-bear. 14. Yeah, it's a great it's a great That's joke.
1: True. That came out the same year as this movie. That's
2: a great, great joke. <laughs> uh, actually, this movie came out a year after the Simpsons debuted on the Tracy Ullman show in shorts form. Okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank the <point> you. Is- <laughs> Uh, I'm with you, Keller. It holds up more than I thought it was going to.
1: I was able to... I liked it. Like, I was not expecting it to get me, Mm -hmm. basically. Because I didn't think I was ever going to be able to look past, this is Dustin Hoffman doing this thing. Right, And there are scenes, like you said, the Rain Man scene, the scene where he's like... uh, Or just the scene where Tom Cruise is like, I don't even care about the money. Why didn't anybody fucking tell me I had a brother? I love the dancing scene. Oh, and the dancing scene, too. So sweet. I think
0: any other... I could easily see that being, like, even in a drama, a very cheap, in the 80s, look at these two men dancing. And it's not like Mm -hmm. the girlfriend walking in and going like, oh, pardon me. Like, that scene does not happen. It's a very sweet scene. Mm -hmm.
2: And that sweet... The at that hotel, I was asking, I'm like, I wonder if you could still like book that room like (laughs) this to to just like book a huge room. The Rain Rain Man room. room. Yeah, I want the Rain Man room. I want to dance like Rain Man and uh, and his brother in that corner. Um, No, I agree. I think it was really, really sweet. And even the scene in the elevator, like that was maybe the one where it's like, is this appropriate? Is this inappropriate? Is this? Is this? He, is,
1: I get what they were doing. Yeah, like she was trying uh, to give yeah. the date that he didn't get to go. Thank on. you. Okay, like, that yeah.
2: helps me because I'm like, is she taking advantage? I'm like, no, she's not. She cares she about wants, him. She and
0: it was a pretty innocent. Kiss. It was, and it was.
1: She, she could tell he was sad that was like, no, yeah. she's gonna be here because yeah, because yeah. he
2: was obviously who's uh, confused about the this woman coming up and talking mm-hmm. about a date and everything like oh, oh, uh, Las Raymond. Vegas hmm mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: Or sex worker. That's the and term, she now. and she like that's the term Tom Cruises uses.
2: Yeah, and she lear- and she learned uh, that they were card counting and they got in trouble and you know all this other stuff. But,
1: but also, why would she turn them in? Yeah, who she? I don't, I don't, don't get. Him? That's what I. Actually, that's what maybe, I was wondering. Maybe she didn't. Maybe she didn't. They maybe were already. They were already oh, looking okay. at the camera. Yeah, true. That's were. what they
2: said. We film everything. They were. Yeah, they were. So yeah, it was. There were moments, especially in the beginning. I think it was a little. That opening scene with Tom Cruise and his business or whatever in a warehouse—it's like Wall Street. It like, was, was, yeah, like, that came is, out the year before or something. Yeah. It's like, like, like we're like, all
1: going to talk into the phone, and s- someone on the, the other the headset, side is no definitely terrified.
2: Really fakey, really, really kind of fakey, But yeah. as soon as it was Sorkiney, yeah, very sorkiny, But then you know, basically, yeah, when Dustin Hoffman shows up in the mm-hmm. car and and he realizes that wait, you know this car, like that's when the movie started and. And he was an asshole and he shouldn't have kidnapped him and you know, by the end of the movie, Cameron, you brought up the second to last scene where it's in that room mm-hmm. where 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 he's trying to Barry's explain Robinson. he cares about his brother, like really cares about him. And they're like, Look, a week ago you didn't, a week ago you kidnapped him for money, basically, and so you're not equipped to
3: It's handle basically it. yeah.
2: generic yeah. movie stuff and it's yeah. like I was in
1: it for the money, but uh-huh. I actually care now. Yeah, like and, and, and that's it, what you said. Yeah, that's it, what the movie is.
2: It boils down to when one of the doctors or the guy who's overseeing this little case or whatever is like, uh, "Well, he's not. Uh, he's not able to make that decision for himself. Raymond's not able to do that for himself." And Cruz just goes, "He's capable of more than you think." And I'm like, "That's the message of the fucking movie, right there. That's yeah. the whole thing, you know, with its." With its with people doing impressions of Rain Man for thirty years, not great, not great. But I think people that watched the movie did take away that, like, you know. Well, it's
1: probably a problem with yeah pop culture outside of it. Yeah, absolutely. They just poked fun. Absolutely. Well, also the fact you that know, like, yeah, it
0: was like what well, we talked about too. It's like it was the highest grossing movie of that year. Mm-hmm.
1: Everybody uh, saw it. Everybody, everybody saw referenced it. it. There mm-hmm. were people doing those mm-hmm. uh, imitations. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Then probably people who hadn't seen the movie doing those imitations. And it, it,
0: it's sweet. like it wins Best Picture. Hoffman wins. Barry Levinson wins Best Director. Mm-hmm. It was a. It's an interesting year. So the other nominees are The Accidental Tourist from mm-hmm. Lawrence Kasdan. Haven't seen it. Dangerous Liaison.
2: Haven't seen it. Uh, Mississippi Burning. Haven't seen it. And Working Girl. Haven't seen it. I gotta watch all these movies. Okay. Damn. That's a weird year. Yeah. It is. Weird year. But like, are you sure it's no a good hard? year? Huh? Are you sure there's no Die Hard in there? Yeah, no, it got no, best no, no picture. No best
0: hard. score, maybe? Score? Nominated. <laughs> okay. It was okay. nominated. The okay. winner was... Really? It got something. The, the Milagro Bean, Beanfield War. Boo.
1: Oh, of course. That's my favorite score of all time. I How? drive around. Yeah. I, everybody used to drive around <laughs> listening to like NSYNC and stuff. I would drive around listening to of Time Time War.
0: <laughs> die Hard was nominated for editing.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Good editing. Good editing. Because that editing, dude, when uh, Alan Rickman fell, that was a real take. It, got, <laughs> it won Best Blood Sweater. <laughs> <laughs> best blood sweater. Best use of the F word. That what was
1: should
2: it? that should be an award. You'd be motherfucker. Like, oh yeah, that's true. It's awesome. the only one. It's a uh, PG thirteen no, film. They got Fs. Oh, okay, okay. It's okay rated I thought R. so. It's rated R, but there, uh-huh. there should, yeah. If I had an award, no, there should ceremony, be, there
1: should be best effort in a PG thirteen movie. Yeah, that would be that's that'd be a good because two
2: thousand and eleven X Men First Class Wolverine go fuck yourself. Great, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah,
1: Hot Rod get the fuck off my porch. But yeah, yeah, Dustin Hoffman
0: okay. wins. Tom Cruise not nominated.
1: Yes, and I remember I, that being kind of a thing that year. Well. I get it. He's yeah. just doing Tom Cruise. But at that time,
0: I don't know how much we knew that was just Tom Cruise. Mm-hmm. Like, 88, mm-hmm. he does. But Color of Money was out. Color of Money and Top Gun are
2: out. That's a out. lot of him and yelling. Top Gun, yeah, Top Gun was 86 or 87 yeah,
0: or something. Yeah, but I think of those, like, none of those movies. Yeah. I love Color of Money a lot. I love mm-hmm. Color of Money. But none of those movies, I think, like ask him to do the emotional mm-hmm. scenes, mm-hmm. like that one-on-one yeah. scene, like even Top Gun when it's like Goose dies, he's just like, oh, <laughs> there's just a lot of like <laughs> take my breath away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of like pensive riding on motorcycles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so lots
1: of motor, er, lots of sunglasses acting,
0: lots of sunglasses mm-hmm. acting, mm-hmm. and so I think this. Is like the first time it's like, oh, okay, he can do, like, there's that version Taking of Tom Cruise. Taking a real serious turn. Now
1: he doesn't yell at Paul Newman a lot in Color of Money. <laughs> it's a great I,
2: movie. I, I'll be honest. Uh, Tom Cruise's performance didn't blow me away, but I did like his there performance. There are moments where he's very good. He is very good, but in terms of, like, some deep, deep, deep emotion when he's but talking about his father He's very whatever, good at being an
1: asshole. Yes,
2: that, that I was with him on the ride the whole way. And at the beginning of the movie, with this weird like Wall Street opening, I remember I told you guys, I was like, I buy him more as this impossibly perfect Ethan Hunt spy mm-hmm. than I do as a guy who's in his mid-20s, but like selling Lamborghinis or whatever. I'm I like, believe I Charlie
1: this. Sheen is selling
2: <laughs> stocks on Wall Street. <laughs> yeah, right. But not Tom Cruise, maybe. No. But in any case, um, I also want to mention, too, that Dustin Hoffman is an actor who is not autistic, does this performance, wins an Oscar but uh, apparently according to the guardian article like in his speech he mentions the real life individuals that like that he sort of based his depiction on because he
1: spent a lot of time, a at lot of time watching yeah. things which and, i'm like that's good at UCLA it's
2: similar to how Hanks when he won for Philadelphia yeah. he spent a lot of time like ba- yeah and, with aids patients and i imagine his acceptance speech probably mentioned that oh he gets know, pretty like, emotional during it cuz yeah, a lot of those man. people passed
0: away by the time he wins <sighs> brutal
2: that's brutal so I think um, I think I really enjoyed the movie. I'm gonna give it four stars. We've come a long way. Four yeah, stars for I, me. I have no. Pro- this is one. I mean, we've sometimes talked about like some of the
0: 500, and I'm like, this is on here. This yeah. is one where I'm like, you know what? I, I get. Sometimes it. you just need that really entertaining film that when you when it and wins also, best picture, you're just like, m- cool. very yeah. possibly,
1: according to that article, first mm-hmm. like main character. character yeah. Depiction of autism, mm-hmm. or basically anything mm-hmm. like this. And, Just and, anything humanizing these people, yes. other than, oh, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like it was all horror movies that, in any way, yeah. talked about or an jokes. asylum. Or One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest, where it's all. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a play, so it's like... It's a play based on a
0: book, mm-hmm. like Ken Kinsey mm-hmm. uh, worked in an institution and stuff like that, but it is like the main character, Jack Nicholson, the whole thing is that he's not that way, he's doing this to avoid jail. Yeah,
2: um, But he meets all these individuals. But in also their, I guess the whole thing's
0: know. being told by the point of view of Chief, so I don't know.
3: you take it as you want.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Great. <laughs> but that's not the movie, right? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah so um, cool. Now we get to the point in the show where we get to ask Cameron once again... Which movie he would want to add to a list of the five hundred greatest movies of all time, okay. baby? I also want to know what you've been watching lately because we ask our guests well baby. so I just watched today before I got here. there
0: was this um couple years old this hBO documentary about Robin Williams. oh,
1: wow. okay, wow
0: yeah uh really loved it. Is the Fisher King? I haven't on seen it the five hundred. Uh well I it's don't Terry Gilliam. think so. I, if it is or isn't I think
1: he only has uh
0: Fear and Loathing or Brazil.
1: Oh, he has Fear and Loathing and uh 12 Monkeys. Uh
2: yeah, I think he Yeah, he does have 12 Monkeys cuz Brazil saw, I think maybe too.
0: Another movie about someone with a mental illness mm. who uh, lives is living homeless on the streets after having like a mental breakdown. It's him and Jeff Bridges from 1994. It's yeah. one of the other times uh, Williams gets nominated
2: for oh, was Fisher King that? only on there, or was that my bro? I just oh. punched it in right now. Perfect. I was just making sure nobody else, none of our guests have picked the Fisher King.
0: Uh, it's one of the few. One of the other times uh, Williams gets nominated for Best Actor. Wow. Very sweet. Very so you heartbreaking. You really love movie. the
2: Oscars, huh? That's like your favorite thing is the Oscars. Mm-hmm. That's They're the never the, wrong. That's the, yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Oscars never wrong. <laughs> Hashtag Oscar so right the every time
0: <laughs> with a W. <laughs> Jeffrey Wright. Oh,
2: boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think boy. they should make the laws, too. Yeah. I think they should just be they the government. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, but uh, sorry, I was cutting you off as you were talking about the Fisher King. The Fisher King. Uh, yeah, it's a beautiful movie. Criterion put out a disc. It's um, another case where
0: that was the movie, f- uh, from my understanding, that got Robin Williams really into... Trying to in real life help the homeless And awesome. make common awesome. relief a cause for him And all this other stuff Because yeah. of working with people who were And he actually there's a segment in the documentary Similarly talking about like Doing that and working with the homeless You know he's like You realize someone walking down the street Talking to themselves that they're not That that's a person yes And that there's something mm-hmm. there And this that and the other It's wonderful da, da, da. it's a wonderful movie There's a beautiful dance, uh, dance sequence also With him and Amanda Plummer uh, I love The Fisher King
2: that's awesome. Okay. That's a great pick. Got to watch it. I'm li- I am mean, we're going to eventually. Yeah, oh yeah. I don't know if it's on the list or not. Should I check? Do you want me to check? You can check. I'll check real quick. Check. Let me check. Let me check. I'll call now. Uh, let me go ahead and drop this in. One of the great <laughs> summer jokes of our lives. <laughs> I'm just happy that uh, that you guys all recognize it. I'll call now. Um no, no it's, it's not, not on there. We just have the fountain and the French connection. And it's not fish, also good. It's not Fisher King. No, it's, right? the, it's the Fisher, Fisher King. King. Let me double check. I don't want to know. First there's blood there's finding there. Nemo. Uh
1: Finding Nemo Fisher King. That is. There it is. There's Dude, double bell. <laughs> it's,
2: it's not on the list. Okay. No, it's not. But that kind of doesn't surprise me. They gave Terry me,
1: Gilliam too many already. I listen, Terry and Gilliam also, Terry says, there, says a lot of
3: things very do, uh, yeah. problematic. Yeah.
2: Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah <laughs> seems to, uh, And
1: also make some weird-ass movies.
0: Make some
3: weird-ass mm-hmm. movies.
2: I do love them, though. I will say, I did rewatch Fear and Loathing during uh, the pandemic, and I was just like, it's good, it, it's it, really good. What would you say, is Fisher King your favorite Terry Gilliam movie? If we are ignoring Monty Python, yes. because he directed two of those. So if we're uh, ignoring the Monty okay. Python film. Well, then it's probably
0: co-directed. He co directed um uh, Holy Grail.
2: Holy Grail. And I think and Think Life O'Brien. Then you gotta go with that. That's probably his the best movie he directed. But
0: if you're ignoring the Monty Python and you're yeah. going Terry Gilliam solo, God It might yeah, it's probably between Fear and Loathing it. But Twelve Monkeys is also so there's that period where he does like in the nineties where it's like, Yeah. It's like Twelve Monkeys, Fear mm-hmm. and Loathing, mm-hmm. Fisher King. Only well, a couple of years before, that's Time Bandits, which is also great. I don't like Time Bandits, but yeah. Oh really? Go, go, but go off King, go off. Yeah, I don't Brazil, like Brazil. <laughs> there's like Fisher that King. There's
2: that period of time where it's just like these are all for me. Like they're all yeah. bangers. But well, you know what's funny too is is to bring it back to what you were saying earlier, Cameron. Like Terry Gilliam is a guy who this dude swings when he makes his movies. Oh, yeah. And I really appreciate that Even if I don't like Something like Time Bandits Or whatever Like if I watch One of his movies And I'm like This is too weird And stuff Like Fear and Loathing In Las Vegas Is a crazy movie It's really great I don't think I like it I don't there was, think I like but-
1: watching Benicio Del Toro and Oh
2: yeah. yeah To me the moment me Like it
0: kind of clicked in Because this is the thing Where when you watch A movie young And then when you watch A movie as an adult Yeah So it's like Watching that movie young is it's just like This is a crazy film And it's still a crazy film, but the the sequence that stands out to me is the diner sequence, Mm -hmm. where like Benicio's kind of threatening that waitress with a knife and everything. It's the only sequence that's not filmed crazy. Mm -hmm, It's mm -hmm. filmed very normal. 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 It's lit very normally. And that's just like a great, smart, subtle thing for it's like, even if you don't know filmmaking, subconsciously watching a movie you'll go like something's different about this scene mm-hmm. I should pay yeah, attention it's like tense so. yeah because it's different this is a di- and mm-hmm. it feels like that's the one scene where it's like everything else has been fun and crazy and colored differently and weird but this shit's real <laughs> like, this is some serious shit mm-hmm. like it's color graded like really gray and mm-hmm. normal and all this other while stuff while the rest of the movie is like fish pink eye and crazy. blue and yeah. red yeah these really bright
2: vibrant colors that's awesome man um Did you guys watch? no what?
1: sudden move yet
3: Mm-mm.
2: is good is that the Soderbergh mm-hmm. movie oh cool with yeah. David Harbour
1: that's the main actor no. that it's we done should all Cheadle. reference yes. it's
2: Don Cheadle yes Don Cheadle I just know because I just was watching like Jimmy Kimmel interviews oh, okay. and he was talking about David. Like Dar- David Harbour was talking about it he's got two movies he, coming out he does the movie with Benicio Del Toro and they're working on a scene together and he talked about this on Kimmel and Benicia del Toro's like, this is great, man. But w- w- do you think it would be better if we did this and changed this and said this? And he was like, yeah, that sounds great. And then, and Benicia goes, are right, you want? Can you? You should tell Steven. And David Harbour's like, no. Like, <laughs> you should tell Steven. It's Benicia del Toro versus you, David. You Harbour want an Oscar. Steven Soderbergh. You won an Oscar for his for working with him in Traffic. Like, you should tell him. Had to change it. He's like, No nah, no, man, no. You should, should be you. It should be you. So it's just like, I love that. And Kimmel was like, oh, is he? Is he like intense? Is he hard to work with or whatever? And he was just like, Soderbergh is a. Uh, he, he said something like, meticulous. He's, yeah, he said something like, he's very specific. You know, and I don't want to. And I wasn't the guy. I'm not gonna be the guy to kind of like, you know, rock the boat or whatever. Like anyway, I thought that was really funny.
0: I like that because yeah, it's like uh, he's done with Benicio. He did Traffic, and then the two Che movies, and then with like Don Cheadle, it's like out of sight. The ocean films, yeah. So that's kind of a fun little combo.
2: Oh man, all of his, all of his favorite. I think
0: there's.
1: I th- Matt Damon shows up. So oh sorry God. for the spoily, but that, that added, listen, it's a Soderbergh
0: movie. There's a chance that either Matt Damon, George mm-hmm. Clooney, exactly. <laughs> or Julie Robertson like,
1: will show up. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great, and you almost want it to. And, and you're I just watched if it doesn't, Barb. or Meryl Streep,
2: but in weird makeup. I just watched Barb and Starr go to Vista Del Mar. And Andy Garcia pops up in that. That was oh, fun Oh yeah, <laughs> he plays Tommy Bahama. <laughs> that
3: That's movie amazing.
1: is nuts. Wild.
3: I gotta watch it. I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, you need yeah. to
2: watch is it. Is it? It's not streaming anywhere for free yet. I own it. So really? Come over okay. and watch it. Okay. And I You're gotta here. watch. Let's I gotta watch Werewolves Within. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I watched it. Same. It's fun. Yeah, I have to watch that. I love uh, Sam Richardson. Cameron, I could keep talking to you about movies, it's true, and film, and anything else, and anything else, all damn night. But we're wrapping up, Cameron. I want to ask: Where can people follow you? Your work? Is there anything that you want to promote or point at?
0: Uh, the main stuff really will be um, at the Cameron Rice on Twitter. If anybody follows there, I've been speaking of film, getting like two shorts that have been winning some stuff lately. So that's been nice. that's really cool. Putting putting the fucking brain <laughs> to work, actually making some shit. <laughs> And so uh, I have another I have a third piece right now that's getting scored at the moment. Oh, so hopefully I'll be able to talk to you guys get more. Hans Zimmer. You got Hans? Yeah. Wow. He's like, "Hey, can you bring but I, your flute, God, damn. But yeah. I, was, I was very clear. I'm like, "I want the 80s Hans." <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> None of this Inception shit. I Someone don't want, want the blah. The I want year. the doom 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 yeah. doom. <laughs>
2: Two lines are fucking right now. That's what we want. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't he did he also direct um uh, or score True Romance? <sighs> Tony know.
0: Scott probably, Tony, yeah. That era, it's of that, Tony Scott. It's that
2: feeling of like, you know, because here's, the, he, I know he did Crimson Tide, which is also Tony Scott in that yeah. same era. <laughs> I think he did. You know why? Because I think a piece of music from True Romance with Christian Slater was used for a trailer for How to Train Your Dragon during like a kind of a light As magical moment, and it makes sense.
0: Also, now the uh, person who wrote True Romance owns the Vista. That mm. just happened today.
1: Oh yeah. Oh. Quentin Tarantino owns the Vista now. Oh. He just bought it. Is yeah. that good or bad? I think it's good. I Probably think good. it is good if the Vista isn't shutting down. Uh. But otherwise, it's like, I wish I'd bought it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know laughs> Here's the thing. I... I think it's good because
0: yeah. uh, easier for me to get to than the New Beverly. <laughs> True. <laughs> <And> park <laughs> better parking. Yeah. <laughs> well, but if it's I saw that thing about Cameron him Rice, only. He's
1: like we'll only do film, and it's like and some, some people so can't fucking afford. To put their movie on film. Just play movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Play movies for the sake of playing movies. God
2: damn it. But I mean, yeah, sure. How does Quentin Tarantino feel about 3D movies? He probably hates them. He probably hates them. You know what? He probably loves the 70s
0: ones. He probably loves like the kitschy ones. We got to invite him over. Yeah.
2: And be like, hey, man, number
1: one, stop talking. <laughs> Don't say anything else.
2: Hey, hey, hey! If anybody asks you anything about Bruce Lee, you just go. Mm-hmm. Just shut the great. fuck up. Great. Yeah. Exactly. Great. great. I did great. get the book. I'm reading it. <laughs> Man. Ooh. And he killed his wife, right? It's so Pitt's easy to say dumb shit. I, I just got it today. I have not. have not started <laughs> it. Sorry. 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 But I mean, probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably. Sorry. <laughs> I. Uh, he did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's the. They
0: show it
1: in the movie. That's, that's the,
0: the subtext in the movie. If this movie, if the movie we watched today tells everything. Sometimes uh, likable characters. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> you can have a whole movie and be That's
2: like, a piece of shit." Yeah, and then right at the end, be like, "Awesome." Yeah. Exactly. Awesome. Okay, Kill but there is the heart in there face. somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Today, the- taking us to capital city to watch the nutcracker. <laughs> Listen, you can't hate a guy who loves a dog. You just can't. <laughs> you <cannot. laughs> That's true. Save the cat, love the dog. Cameron, thank you so much for joining us, man. <laughs> we save the dog. We <laughs> we're gonna have you back. We will have you back not in 2020. Maybe. We'll see. one. Yeah, see how booking but Maybe 2022. Honestly, let's see how booking let's goes. How booking you know me, goes. I'll come, like, I'll we're come gonna for to be... movie. Yeah, it's true, man. I. Why would people. Cameron, wanna... we have
1: to watch I Am Sam. Can you come over?
2: <laughs> I will. It'll be a very different episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll do it. Yes, yeah.
1: it will. Uh, it's not on the list. I think
0: on the list, I'm on Terminator. T2? T1? What Honestly, that? we'll Soon make an exception.
1: The... If you are on. If we have you booked to come back soon-ish, mm-hmm. then, then you can come we'll have back you come and do back, it again. But, but I think you did Mulholland Drive too recently in the and, year. And here's the thing. If,
2: if we don't have you back in 2021, and like I said, we'll have you in 2022, that still may spill over with like this batch of 50. So like yeah. this original year, because it was pushed a year and a half. It's weird. Whatever. I it mean, doesn't matter. Real. I'll also just come over to watch It matters movies. a lot. It's on only episode. because... Cool, <laughs>
1: man. It is, oh, man. Fucking up mine and Hector's brain so much yeah. that we are talking about it even this much. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> uh, so thank you guys for listening, Keller. Why don't you tell the people what the next movie is and I'll tell them where to watch it. We're gonna be watching The Great Silence with our
1: friend Jason Charles Miller.
2: Jason Charles Miller. I, don't know, if I know The Great Silence. Uh, it's Sergio
1: Cabucci. And uh, spoiler alert: we've already watched it. Yeah, and it's great.
3: Yeah,
2: sixty-eight. Ooh. And the
3: yeah, great. it's an old spaghetti oh, western. Three eighty-five is really good. Really. Oh really yeah, good. I'm
1: excited.
2: What is, what's three eighty five? Billy Wilder, Ace, Ace in the, in the, the Hole. Ah, uh. that's
1: what. Uh, spoiler alert: We're watching that next, actually. Well,
2: because, before we oh. get to Ace in the Hole, <laughs> how's
1: this one gonna go down? <laughs> uh, number one, Hector's like, we have to watch all the Firefly again, and I'm like, I'm not fucking doing that. Okay, all right, all right. Isn't that the most Hector uh, thing you've ever heard? It's
2: like, we have to read all the tie-in comic books, ra- too. Reading and have to rank the episodes. <laughs> Do you guys like me? Are you, are you my friends? All right. Before we get to Ace in the Hole, what is it? Ace in the Hole? Ace in the Hole. And, uh, and that other hey, movie. Hey, Hector, can you we'll take your headphones real fast? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to let everybody know, The Great Silence is available to stream on Hoopla, where you just need yeah, a library card. library card. No. Oh. As well as something called... Film Movement for Subscribers. Film Movement Plus. I need everybody to subscribe film to the Film Movement, Movement Plus. Book. It's on there, oh, nice. apparently in HD. It's a good time, though. Oh, it's for it's like, yeah, Subscribers. Perfect. Yeah. So uh, so check out The Great There's Silence, 1968. The Terrys did it. Jason Charles Miller. That's going to be a great episode. We'll be back in a week. Thanks again to Cameron Rice. Thank Cameron, you. Cameron, thanks. And thanks again to Keller Knobloch. Oh, my God. And thanks
1: again to Hector Navarro. Good guy, great
2: friend. Good guy, guy, great friend. (laughs) Loves the Lord. (laughs) And I had married a bear and started a family. All right, see you guys in a week. Bye. (laughs)